Well, hello from Birmingham at the end of the first day of competition here at the 2022 Commonwealth Games. My name is Tony Kerr and over the next 10 days or so, I'll be aiming to bring you a daily roundup from the Midlands right here on the Guernsey Press Sport podcast feed, speaking to as many athletes and support crew from Team Guernsey as I can along the way. Uh, Of course, we've got 28 athletes involved this week across seven sports and a few have already been in action. Kind of like the venues there, dotted around the region, split across a few different villages. Um, I have to say, two days in for me, my legs are already cooked, which is not a good sign. Hopefully our guys are feeling a little bit fresher. Um, As I record this, the sport is just about wrapping up here for the day. Um, Just across the way from where I'm staying, the basketball, three-on-three basketball is taking place. Looking forward to going and having a look at that. Um, From my hotel window, it's pretty dark now, but I can see the landmarks of central Birmingham lit up uh, in the colours of the games. Fair to say Brum is absolutely buzzing. Um, I'll try and bring you a flavour of the atmosphere here as the week goes on. Um, but let's start with the sport, though. Uh, I've spent most of the day over at Sutton Park in Sutton Coalfield, which is where the individual triathlon races have been taking place. Um, for Team Guernsey, it was all about Josh Lewis. Um, we heard from him in the build-up. He's worked incredibly hard um, to get ready for this, as all our athletes have, of course. Um, But I think for the triathletes, when you've got three disciplines to prep for, um, there is nowhere to hide. And that was the case as well with the racing today. Having watched a few of these Super League triathlons in Jersey over the last few years, um, it's interesting to see who lines up here. Some of the biggest names in the sport globally. And there was Josh on the pontoon alongside them for the start. Um, unfortunately for him, he couldn't quite find a way to stick with the guys when he needed to. Uh, after a pretty good swim, he found himself cut loose on the bike and eventually finished in 23rd place with England star Alex Yee ahead of him, claiming the game's first gold. Here's what Josh told me after the race. Yeah, I mean, I had a decent swim, to be honest. I came out with Alex, so I was in the mix. And then... I think, I don't know whether it was a bit of a fight in the swim and it just like spent me a little bit too much. But when I got on the bike, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. Like I was filled up with lactic. It was really tough. Like, I was around my teammates from uh, Wales and they were going really well. And I was like, I literally can't come through here. Like my legs are absolutely spent. And as soon as we hit the hill, I was just hanging on for dear life. And then uh, got spat on after the first lap, dropped into the second group, and then I was just like in survival mode from then on. And it was just a tough, honest call. So yeah, did my best, but just like I couldn't have done much more. I was really pleased with <coughs> how I went, but uh, yeah, disappointing result. I don't think I had much more in the tank. Like yeah, it's just it is what it is. <coughs> There's certain things that I might have been able to do slightly better and just relax in the swim a little bit more and have a little bit more gas on the bike, but. At the end of the day, yeah, like it is, it is one of those. You got to, you got to race to the conditions, and I put myself in the best position possible. I think it's just uh, I didn't have enough on the day to stay there. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it means everything. Like the opportunity to represent Guernsey in the Commonwealth Games is just like, well, I'd say once in a lifetime. But obviously, like I was fortunate enough to do it twice. So yeah, no, I'm really pleased to be able to like represent Guernsey and be at a big games and be around the best in the world. Josh Lewis speaking to me there. There was a really nice moment, actually, at the finish. 
uh, with Jersey's Ollie Turner, his very good friend, someone he's raced against lots, and his training partner, in fact, um, coming in a few places ahead of him and waiting to greet him over the line. Some proper Channel Islands camaraderie at the Commonwealth Games. It really was great to see. Uh, after that, I headed all the way across town to the Sandwell Aquatic Centre. Uh, it's a brand new venue, a big part of the legacy of these games, potentially. And I have to say, it is pretty spectacular. An amazing stage for our young swimming team to perform on this week. And by the time I got there, some of our swimmers had already been in the pool this morning. Some good performances to kick off the week, including from Laura Lacroix, who made it through the heats of the 50 meter breaststroke and into the semi-finals in the first evening session. A massive moment for her with some truly elite athletes around her. Uh, I think I heard the Australian anthem a few times tonight. Of course, a powerhouse of swimming and already showing how good they are. Um, for Laura, unfortunately, she couldn't quite hit the mark she was hoping for, but took the positives. I was hoping to go in and get a PB at the end of that and then break my island record, which unfortunately I didn't do. But I think just being in the mix of those people and like... The, the girl in lane four from uh, South Africa just broke the game's record for the second time, which is crazy just to even be swimming in that sort of environment. So that was good enough for me. <laughs> it was absolutely crazy when you see all the some Australians and the really fast like swimmers. It's crazy just being in the on-call room with them and just waiting, like surrounded by them all and seeing what they do and their warm-ups and how they prepare and things. So. It's definitely a really good learning experience and hopefully I can use that in, in future games, hopefully. Laura Lacroix there. Elsewhere at the games today, some great news at the bowls. Lucy Beer winning both of her opening singles games to set things up very nicely for her. Hopefully we'll hear more from Lucy on tomorrow's pod. Um, rail strikes permitting, I'll be heading across to Leamington Spa in the morning um, to see how she's getting on. Plenty more sport to come, of course. This is only day one, after all. Um, our badminton players are waiting in the wings. They get going in a couple of days. We've got cycling um, with the road race, time trial and mountain bikes to come. Athletics as well. And boxing. Uh, Billy Lepulan, a bit of a homecoming for him this week. The Alderney Assassin representing Guernsey, of course. Born in Birmingham. So it's going to be a pretty special moment uh, for him when he steps out for his first bout on Sunday. Looking forward to seeing how he goes in that one. Uh, as I say, it has been a really great start to the games. The scene was truly set on Thursday night with an absolutely amazing opening ceremony at Alexander Stadium, um, which is where the athletics is going to be held. I have to say, I think the accepted wisdom is that opening ceremonies can be hit and miss and that often they're miss. As far as this is concerned, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, an incredible celebration of the diversity of this region, its distinctiveness. Um, so eclectic, so visually engaging, uh, didn't drag at all. Um, yeah, fantastic stuff. The highlight for many being the giant animatronic bull, uh, which formed the centerpiece of the whole thing. If you missed it or if you haven't seen any of it, it is worth looking out uh, some of the highlights and some of the special moments um, that, that happened over at the Alexander Stadium on Thursday night. Now, of course, for everyone watching at home in Guernsey and for those in Guernsey tracksuits or waving Guernsey flags in the stadium, the highlight was seeing Guernsey's team of 2022 introduced to the Commonwealth. Guernsey! I have to say it really is quite something to see uh, our athletes from Guernsey parading round alongside, you know, star-studded teams from the likes of England, Jamaica, South Africa, Australia, as I've mentioned. Um, yeah, it really was fantastic. 
And they were led out, of course, by badminton player Elena Johnson, who's here at her sixth games. When she gets out on court, she'll become Guernsey's most capped Commonwealth Games athlete ever. And alongside her was debutant cyclist Mark Cox. Um, the two of them sharing the honour of carrying the flag the first time Guernsey has had dual flag bearers. Now, I knew it was going to be pretty unlikely to catch up with them after the event. Typically, these things go on quite late into the evening and, you know, with competition starting, athletes would probably only have bed on their mind. So I went out to the Warwick Uni campus where Mark and Elena are staying to have a quick chat with them ahead of the opening ceremony on Thursday afternoon to see how they're feeling about it and how they've settled into life at the Commonwealth Games. Here we are at Warwick Uni. Elena, Mark, uh, good to see you guys. Great to catch up. Um, a few hours to go until the opening ceremony where, of course, um, you guys are some dual flag bearers. Um, just give us a sense of how you're feeling. Really excited, a little bit nervous, but mostly really excited. Um, opening ceremonies are always um, massively exciting events, so can't wait. You're going to do it together. What's that going to look like? Have you been sort of practicing your technique? Are you going to have one hand each on the flag? Well, that's an open question there. Um, <laughs> we haven't done a lot of practicing yet. Um, I guess we should really think about that. We want it to look as good as we can, obviously. Um, Elena's been to a few before. Oh, I haven't been to any, so I'm going to be. Yeah, driven, you know, she'll be in the driving seat and I'll be a passenger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least you've got someone there literally alongside you to, to guide you through it. I, I mean, yeah, Kotsi, just give us a sense of, of how much of an honour it is for you at your first games to be given um, given the job of leading Team Guernsey out. Oh, it was a huge, huge shock. We um, When I got the news, I couldn't believe it at first when I thought they were taking the mickey out of me and then um, <laughs> no, they said, no, no, we, we really do want you to do it. So, um, yeah, I grabbed the, grabbed the opportunity with both hands and I'll do all I can to represent Guernsey the best way I can. Elena, for you, obviously you've been here a few times before. Is this the first time that you've got the chance to, to carry the flag? It is. Um, I carried the flag in the closing ceremony in Delhi, which was a really good experience. Um, but the opening ceremony um, is kind of a dream come true, really, to be able to do it. Have you watched on before and thought, you know, that would be something I'd, I'd like to do? Yeah, having been to five previous games, I've followed quite a lot of people in, so going out in the front is going to be really quite exciting. You can set the pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be very fast. It's <laughs> not going to be racing off. Um, yeah, as you say, you know, this is your sixth games. Um, just give us a sense of what it's been like settling in. I know you came a few days ago. Um, what, what's the setup like? How does it compare to, to previous games? It's a little bit different with the villagers being split, so we don't have the whole Guernsey team together, so it is quite quiet. Um, and actually just going around the village, it's more quiet than it usually is. Um, we've got a little bit of a journey to our venue, but um, everything's set up really well. Our venue for badminton is amazing, um, and others have said similar about their events as well. So Yeah, fantastic. And Mark, for you, um, we were on the same flight last night, got in um, uh, you know, just ahead of the opening ceremony today. Um, what have you made of it so far? What's the accommodation like, and, and how are you settling in? Yeah, I got a whistle-stop tour last night from the uh, the guys here, so I had a good look around. Um, been out training today, but yeah, it, there's everything you need here. They've got it really well set up. It seems really smooth. Um, obviously, I haven't been to one before, but you know, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by how it's all set up. They um, they've got it a real good, neat job done. And we're sitting down here at Pret a Manger. Um, you were saying before that the sort of catering facilities up behind us are, are pretty good. Have you been uh, a regular visitor already to there? No, I popped in for breakfast this morning. Um, I had my training to do, so got out there and went out to the road race course and had a did a few laps of that. So you know, get familiarised with that. Um, but yeah, the next agenda is straight up back to the all-you-can-eat buffet, which is obviously dangerous. Um, but also, there's there's a variety of foods up there, so I can't see anyone complaining about that. Anything you've got your eye on already? 
to be honest, no. I had a look at the breakfast selection this morning, um, and it's just you know standard stuff for me. You know, it doesn't take anything posh to make me feel <laughs> along. So I'll go and have a good look around later on, though. Yeah, awesome. And what was the ride like this morning? Did you do the full course? Yeah, it's uh, the road race course is ten laps of a 16k circuit, and it's about a 40-minute ride out from here. So rode out, did a few laps. Um, I scheduled three hours in today, so that's done. That's in the bank, and just. Um, Stay fit and healthy now for one week's time. Yeah, brilliant. Just easing yourself in. Uh, for you, Elena, you're saying the venue apparently is fantastic. Have you been there yet or have you been training somewhere else? We've been training at the venue, but there's different halls within the venue. So there's a main, um, a main show court, which seats 4,500, which is the biggest show court there's ever been in Badminton, I think. So that's really exciting. Um, and then there's a practice hall with five or six courts. There's a warm-up hall with another four or five courts. Um, and then the main hall has four courts. So there's... There's a lot of courts there. Huge. Is there any chance of you guys getting on that show court? Uh, I think it's unlikely. So we have a bye. So Chloe and I have a bye in the first round and we're likely to play Australia in the round of 16. Um, I think it's unlikely they'll put us on the show court. Um, and I think the same with the other guys for badminton. It's unlikely in the first rounds that, that we'll be on the show court. But who knows? Maybe. Yeah. But perhaps you get a chance to, to watch some of the, uh, the big names here yeah, on that show court some stage this week. Yeah, we're definitely. It's the team event this week, which we're not involved in. So we'll definitely be watching that. Um, there's some big games. England, Singapore, we definitely want to go and see. Um, there's some other big ones. So Canada, Scotland would be good to watch. As you said before, you've obviously done a few of these games. Um, how do the home games sort of compare to you know going overseas? Um, obviously not as far to go, perhaps a bit more familiar circumstances, but you know, chance to kind of get friends and family here. Yeah, it's quite nice that we do tend to get support from random people as well, being a sort of home nation. Uh, so Glasgow, in terms of the support we got from random people, was really good. Um, and friends and family will be coming up. Sadly, I'm not playing on the day that I was initially expecting to be playing on. So I have to try and rearrange some tickets um, for all the people coming over. Um, but it shouldn't be a problem. And you were a student uh, in Birmingham a few years ago, if you don't mind me saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's it like to come back to the city um, you know, for a Commonwealth Games? Is that something that would have been on your radar at the time? Yeah, we never really expected it to be here because it was sort of a last minute change, wasn't it? It wasn't originally planned to be here. Um, but yeah, I've got some friends um, coming up to, to see um, some of the sport um, and catching up with some tomorrow as well from uni. So that'd be nice to see them. Any top tips for the city if any of uh, our competitors get the chance to, to go out and see what it's got to offer? I think Birmingham is massively underrated. I think it gets a bad reputation, but um, more canals than Venice. It's a beautiful city. So um, shopping's really good as well. Well, I've seen a few people pottering around very gently on the on barges and on the canals this morning. It is uh, it's quite picturesque down there. Um, yeah, for you, Mark, um, in terms of the schedule for the week, um, obviously for the cyclists, there's sort of three main events. Um, what's it look like for you in terms of your focus? Uh, I've got a training plan all written out for me. My coach has kind of uploaded all my bits and pieces I need to do and and, t and kind of cover off. It's just the final preps now, so I can go and explore a little bit. You know, there's not too much structure. There's enough to keep me occupied, but it's not a massive, massive training load now. It's it's not a taper phase, but it's it's close to it. Yeah, for both of you guys in your sports, um, you're here competing with people you know very well in your team. How nice is that to be able to share the experience with presumably good friends and, and people you've you know you've rode alongside for years? We've got a great team. A really really strong little unit um, we know who our principal rider is in Sam for the road race and we'll everyone's united in that we, we will ride for him we will do all we can for him um, whether or not that's that's enough well, that's all remains to be seen uh, there's some super super strong teams here you know, you've got guys from the world tour that have just finished a tour de France and they're coming over to to race I know Garrett Thomas is flag bearing I've seen that on the news today so at least I share that with him you yeah. know another cyclist doing the flag bearing I can uh, that's about my claim to fame at the moment. <laughs>
That's awesome. And for you, as you know, being here at your first games, how long has it been on your radar that it's uh, you know been a realistic target, and and you know what's it mean to you, so personally, just to get here? Well, I, two years ago, they were you know really starting to push who's going to come and who you know who who can get the qualifying criteria done. Um, Karina Bowie pushed and pushed and pushed and said, "You're basically you're going to start training." Um, <laughs> it was it was it wasn't words as far as that, but she was instrumental. Um, she kind of gave me the self-belief, and you know, I've, the, the Velo Club is really good for support. Um, you know, they've they're, they're they're looking after us all um, as a team. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll do all we can to to do them proud. Yeah, I bet. And Elena, for you guys with badminton, um, we spoke ahead of the games, and you, you know, you, you mentioned the fact that it's been a pretty tough period in terms of getting the competition that you usually have. How much of a uh, kind of relief is it to be here if you like and how big is it for badminton to, to have a, a team represented here and the opportunity I, I guess to kind of show people what's possible in the sport yeah so we we weren't necessarily sure that we would make it here um given the way that qualifying went we weren't able to make it to qualifying tournaments so um it wasn't cut and dry like it has been in past years as to whether or not we'd met the criteria and whether we'd get to come um, so the fact that we are here and Guernsey are represented on such a big stage, um, it's really important for young players in Guernsey to see what they can do if they want to and they stick with it. There'll be a lot of people watching at home, I'm sure. Um, thanks for catching up and yeah, best of luck tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Elena Johnson and Mark Cox speaking to me there. The ceremonial stuff out the way now. It's all about the competition for them. Uh, we'll be following their progress very closely. Uh, right, that's about it from me uh, for day one. Do make sure you're subscribed to the podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts to get every Birmingham bulletin delivered straight to you. We'll have full coverage, of course, in the paper every day and I'll be getting as much content out on our social channels as I can as the week goes on at GSY Press Sport is the place to go on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Bye for now. Bye.